I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Welcome to Pod in the City. I'm John. And I'm Amanda. We're two besties who bonded over sex in the city in college. And now, 20 years later, we are reliving it like it's our first time. On today's episode, Secret Sex. After her first official date with Mr. Big, Carrie wonders if he took her to a particular restaurant because he was ashamed of her. Her suspicions increase when he doesn't introduce her to his friends. <gasps> can you believe it? Yeah, so I definitely can believe it. Anyway, today's a very <laughs> exciting day, guys. We actually have a special guest. We have our first guest. But, okay, before we do that, though, I want to tell you what's coming up. Okay, so if you're on our Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash pod in the city, join us over there. Because coming up this next week, we have Golden Girls Season 1, Episode 3. It's called Rose the Prude. Now let's see how prude she really is. And then our next episode of Sex in the City is Sex in the City Episode 7, The Monogamist. Now, uh, if you didn't already know this, on our Patreon, if you subscribe, you get our Sex in the City episode. Ep- uh, uh, episode. You were doing so ago. good until right I know, there. right? You, I was you, like, yeah, no, you, I was like, kind of feeling like, like a voiceover person. That was like almost like a 5 professional, yeah, yeah, right? I mean, right? All <laughs> yeah, right. you did a, you did a good. Okay. <laughs> 
Dang. All right. So we'll you get an early release of Pod in the City. You, you get you <laughs> get to Patreon. listen to our Pod in the City two days early on our Patreon. You get to follow all kinds of other stuff. And included in our Patreon episodes, we do kind of like a little weekly catch up. Um, some of the things we're talking about this week are. Amanda? I, why we didn't discuss this. I don't know. I'll probably do a Grey's Anatomy <laughs> update. I don't know if our guest oh, knows this, God. but I decided to well, I decided to jump onto the Grey's Anatomy train like two months ago for the first time ever. And I'm on episode, uh, I'm on season 15 now, halfway through. It's bad. Okay. But yesterday you were on season 15, episode six. So where are you today? Right. No, that's just a I'm halfway You're through. You're still on so there. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and no, I'm just blasting through. Oh. Uh, anyway, wow. <laughs> let me let me introduce our guest. Um, to me, this man is a legend. I remember. I have a very photo photographic memory. I remember where I was in my bedroom the first time I heard you on Tracy and Noel's podcast, wow. and you were doing an impression of Cheyenne from Teen Mom, going like writer. But, but we need to worry about writer. And I was like, this guy is so funny. Like, I just like remember where I was standing. I was vacuuming. And um, anyway, he's a stand-up comic who resides in New York, Long Island. And he has a podast called Keeping... Oh, wait. Keep Moving Forward with Anthony. Come on, Amanda. Domenico. You were doing so well. You were doing really well. <laughs> no, of And now that I just interrupted I you, why don't, you guests, why don't I shut the fuck up and podcasting. you say... Yeah, why don't you say it again? Since I and I won't interrupt you this time. Welcome to <laughs> celebrity podcaster Anthony Di Domenico. Say hello. Hello. Uh, I'm far from a celebrity, but thank you so much for that intro. That was very, very nice of you to say those things. <laughs> far from uh, I just, I always got so excited whenever you were on tr- with Tracy. It was. I always had. I actually was talking to Tracy before I was on the way home. I was actually, uh, we talk all the time. We're like, we're, you know, she's my my best friend. Yeah, best. I've never met her in person, but we've definitely had like lots of like back and forth, like bitching about podcasty things. <laughs> She's all <awesome. laughs> if, if you can uh, believe. Yeah, she has listened to all my uh, miserable and and magical nonsense that comes out of my mouth, and and my my uh, just everything. I just you know, she's like my therapist without signing up for it. Um, but she's so. Awesome. What is your podcast about? What does it go over? I, I'm not much of a podcast listener, so I know Amanda has listened, but I'm not really I'm not, either, to be honest. I've been doing, I've been <laughs> podcasting, you know, I've been doing radio in, in, in itself for almost 20 years, but podcast, uh, my, my podcast originally started out uh, following my weight loss journey. And it was just like a weight loss podcast. And then it expanded to like getting people from all different, like, you know, walks of life that have inspirational stories or that can, people can relate to. So it kind of turned into a wellness journey, almost like insp- like motivational type thing. Oh, cool. That's why I changed it. was originally called the WW bro podcast. Uh, follow my WW journey. Now it's just, it's called keep moving forward because even before I changed the name, I would always end my Instagram post with keep moving forward because I have to remind myself because I'm somebody who dwells on the past that I have to keep moving forward, that it's, it's important to, to just look to the future. So when I was changing the name of the podcast, that just seemed uh, the most logical thing to change it to. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And you, um, I don't know, like, uh, you are losing weight, like the norm, like, un- like, no, not the normal way, but like, you're, doing, you're actually way. putting effort into it. Like you're doing, but you're like well, doing it, like you're working out and actually watching what you eat instead of like eh, being on Ozempic. So much anymore, I am on Ozempic. Okay. <laughs> but like, but I always want to like laud people who actually are 
like working at it as opposed to people like McKelty and Tony from Sister Wives who are clearly on Ozempic but refuse to admit it. You know, it pisses me off. So well, you guys should be lost. No, I, you shouldn't. Uh, so here's the thing. Don't feel bad about I, I never, ever shame anybody for doing anything. It's a tool like anything else. Um, if Ozempic is working for you, awesome. If it makes you feel good, go for it. I don't, I don't look down on anybody for doing it. I've had friends that had weight loss surgery. People sometimes call that cheating. It is not. I have friends, you know, it's, a, it's just a tool like anything else. You can gain weight from after your surgery. You could, you know, not lose weight. So anything that helps you and makes you feel better about yourself, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm all, you know, I'm all aboard because believe me, I struggle. I, I, I put weight on these last couple of years and, uh, you know, I think about that Ozempic and other things like that all the time. I've, yeah, I've uh, gone on weight loss journeys my whole life too. And uh, what I've come to realize is just, I think it's about self-love. I mean, you have to like, I, I, I so much shame I felt surrounded me because of, you know, society really and then watching something like what we watched today with carrie in her naked dress it definitely made right, it's you like triggering about, right <laughs> yeah i'm like i can't imagine they they probably like if i had written a sex column i'm gonna guess they aren't gonna present me flat out fake naked on a bed i mean no. trust me i would I'm do myself, it myself, no. but i'm gonna guess society is not gonna be like hmm let me throw you on a bed looking like a oh whatever they'd probably have me behind like um like a wall my just face hanging out like like hey. holding a book <laughs> just a, shadow. Up a, a newspaper like in yeah. front of your, your face like yeah this. all the yeah. way up to your eyes with say, a hat this on. Guy <laughs> has had sex just believe him you don't have to see it just see that he has he's <laughs> done it he's done yeah. it um <laughs> No one's been the, All right. a lot of people have been unimpressed, but it has happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to know what your journey is with uh because I feel like it's unconventional that maybe our very first guest is a straight man, but you are from New York and you watch Teen Mom, so like you are clearly into like trashy TV. And I don't think I, sex I, is I'm, trashy. I'm very secure in my sexuality and like, you know, who I am as a guy. Like, I don't need, like, I like what I like. Like, I don't have to be like, okay, because I'm a, a you know, a guy that means I can't like Teen Mom and I can't like chick flicks and, and stuff like this. So I go back to watching what they call chick flicks or romantic movies. I used to watch the Sunday afternoon movies of the week on Channel 11 here in, in New York with my mom all the time. So I grew up like Steel Magnolias and like, you know, Terms of Endearment. Like, mm. I don't know. I always just was drawn towards like the drama of it. And I like romantic movies. I like those kind of things. And, you know, Sunday night HBO, like, you know, as was like my thing. Whether it be from like First and Ten to Sex in the City, everything in between. Sopranos is one of my all-time favorite shows, if not It's in my top five night. favorite, Yeah. Um, Curb Enthusiasm. I just, I love the stuff that HBO puts out. Mm-hmm. I was a Sarah Jessica Parker fan um, when the show came Are out. Are you not anymore? I am. No, I still am. I mean, like, you know, I'm just talking about, like, why I started watching this show. Um, so, like, when it came out, I'm like, okay, I'm going to give this a try. And I was hooked. I, I, I liked it. It was, it was fun. It's actually holding oh. up better than we thought it would. And this was this episode is from 1998, but like 
I'm like, oh, I, I enjoy every Take second of this. Back right now to 1998. I was 19 years old. <sighs> I want to go back now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was about I, I, that too. I love the 90s. I absolutely love the 90s. I was 12 in 1998. Okay. So, um, but I still was watching this, um, you know, when I shouldn't have been. And uh, <laughs> yeah, this one definitely holds up better than episode two, where um, they secretly film women having sex, like, see, like oh, an artist right. secretly films himself having sex with women without their consent. One of Carrie's many just random friends that are yeah. that appear in we, one episode. They're her best friend in the world and then never. <sighs> Last week, I thought we were done. I said it. Okay, we're done with the the random friends. The, and then this week, this random fucking dude who she <laughs> never dated, she <laughs> never wanted to have sex with. Come yeah, on, that's like a that's like a sitcom thing, though. You, you know, like there's a guy comes in and has the whole backstory, and like, oh, why haven't I heard him before? I guess it was like, you know, watch a show, like, oh. Cousin, this person, cousin so and so is here. Like, where has cousin so and so been for like six seasons? Mm-hmm. Like, never a lot of retconning too. Uh, I and remember. I just, I, I'm on- against this improbable idea that Carrie has these straight male, fr- like 50 million straight male friends that she's never crossed any lines. But they're with. just bros. They just kind of yeah, hang out. Every girl. Oh, she's a with. guy's girl or whatever. <laughs> Come yeah, no, nope, you're not. Uh, I remember on Friends there was this story where Phoebe found her dad, and it was Bob Balaban. And I remember being so excited to tune in like the week after because I'm like, well, clearly they're going to continue the story. Never see Bob Balaban again, <laughs> again ever. No. I'm like, this is Phoebe's dad who is like now like wanting to have a relationship. I assumed this would be something that would flow out for the whole series. No. No, sitcoms is like sometimes like a guy or a TV show in general. You have a whole backstory on somebody and they come in and then that's it. They're, go- they're gone. Um, 90210 was famous for that. Like a lot of guys would come in and, co- and, and leave and you'd never see them again. Like the mm-hmm. uh, Brandon and, and Brenda's cousin who was in a wheelchair. Like hold back how close they were and then they never mentioned them, never mentioned them again. Like he went back to where he it's lived like, and that was it. I would like to know more about this story. Yeah, but like, I guess what? it doesn't. But also... I don't, I don't really care about this this man, Mike. All right, let's get into this. So first we start out. And oh, uh, Anthony, just so you know, this is the very first episode I ever watched. I was way too young to watch it. I remember feeling okay. so scandalized by this because I was like, in my memory, I was like, you see real sex happening here. And you see nothing. All you see is like her feet like leaning up against the bed and they're on the floor. For some reason in my memory, I remember like being like, oh my God, this is like the hottest. Like this is steamy. And this is airing on like my local Calgary, Canada network at one o'clock in the morning. How lucky am I? And you see nothing. I thought the spanking the dress is pretty scary, was a little more um, salacious than that. Yeah, that was probably more, you know, and, as you know, it's funny, like around this time too, like, HBO had a show called, um, oh, what was it? Dream Real On. Real Sex? Oh. Well, Real Sex, but Dream On. I was going to say which, Real Sex. Which had Real sex. Like, sex scenes every episode. The guy, the guy slept with someone different. So, like, this is, like, for HBO around this time, this is, like, kind of, like, the most tame episode they probably put out. Yeah, but I think maybe just because the naked dress is 
So I remember thinking it was pretty skanky. And then when I grew older and remembered it, I was like, no, it wasn't even that skanky. But then when I watched it today, I was like, that's a pretty skanky dress. There. Just it's also like not it's that flattering. Uh, I think it's flattering. Like, she has like a perfect body. It's cute from the front, but from the side, it just like the shape is is all wrong. Yeah. I, yeah, but when you're skinny or, like that, it doesn't matter if there's like wrinkles in the. I didn't. I didn't see anything wrong from the side. Um, or, or, <laughs> uh, right. Dress did what it was supposed to do. Well, in this very very first scene, they made her look really good, poured onto the bed with the lighting yeah. and. So Sarah says, Jessica Parker always giving you a beautiful um, transition there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. People always said she was a butterface. Um, that was no, that was That's like the, no, you, yeah. Howard Stern back in the day always called her a butterface. I always thought she was attractive. Um, the two movies she looked the hottest in is a movie called Miami Rhapsody and then Hocus Pocus. That's my Hocus Pocus. Yeah. She looks good in First Wives Club too. Mm-hmm. She yeah. looks really good in First Wives Club. But Hocus Pocus, I like the dress that she wore. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I was focused on too. Um, no, I feel like that's so like shitty of Howard Stern to say that because I'm like, you two basically have the same face. Oh, Howard Stern. I, so people listen to him now, and it's 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 not the same Howard Stern from. Oh, what he's I like would. a nice guy now. Yeah, he's turned he's totally around. Totally different. Like everybody he's friends with now, he used to rip apart. Um, like I, I, it's insane how crazy the, the different he is now than when I first started listening. I had seen a clip. Oh yeah, recently I was I was listening. It, yeah, where like Fran Drescher's talking about how he had brought her on there, and then he brought up that she had been like basically raped. Yes, by this man, and then because of him bringing it up, it started this whole thing where they started inter- They went and interviewed the man from prison, and she like later is talking about how it like basically completely ruined like her entire being because this whole thing had been churned up from years ago and because of his actions. And it was this whole, yeah. um, Or when he, when he interviewed Anna Nicole Smith and was like, how could anyone want to fuck you? you. You're just, you're just a big fat piece of shit. Yeah. She still looked totally fine. She was locked out. Oh my God. I love Anna Nicole Smith. Me too. That was the best show. That was OG. It really was. It really was. (laughs) And it's not easy to find nowadays. I, in fact, I don't think you can get it on streaming. Yeah, I don't even think you can buy they're it. They're trying to scrub it. Yeah, yeah it because she was, she was out of her. She was zonked out of her mind. On, Especially towards the end. Yeah, just like plus her son not a great look. Away, <laughs> yeah, it's not the not the best look. Also, her her uh, the, her boyfriend's too. name was Howard K. Stern. On the- it was, was. <laughs> bringing yeah. it back to Howard Stern. <laughs> Okay, let's get into this episode. Um, Carrie says, two weeks ago, I had my picture taken um, for a promotional... Oh, wait, I had my picture taken... Well, whatever. I, I, I was holding my phone up to the TV because I was too... I was too lazy to take notes, so I just put it on, like, audio. Oh. <laughs> audio text. Uh-huh. Two weeks ago, I had my picture taken for a promotional photo um, for uh, my column to run on the side of a bus. I had misgivings. Um that were somehow modified when they told me I could keep the dress. 
that was she basically has to do this she, <laughs> i mean <laughs> she basically has to do this photo shoot right and she doesn't really want to do it because she thinks that it's going to be like on the side of a bus she is like worried that that's trashy i guess but um it's pretty iconic for the show because it's in the opening the opening scene is the carry bus yeah every season yeah exactly and so but it's it's you know i saw uh, this kind of reminded me of a later episode where carrie has a photo shoot too and then it's like it ends up being the her like the morning after picture and she's that's the bradley cooper episode okay see i was thinking about i was like ooh, is that you know uh, it it brought me back to that one but she always wants to bradley cooper in the brain (laughs) Okay. Um, Anyway, the girls all come over. Again, I need to just keep putting in my head that these girls are still in their mid-30s, yet they have the energy to all travel up to Carrie's apartment on the Upper East Side. And uh, early 30s at this point. And and they're they're like, they're just coming to prep Carrie for her date. I'd be like, I'll, I'll, I can, I'll be on the phone with you if you like. I'm not going to your house <laughs> to prep for your date. That's the nineties one. You go over to the house. You, you know, there was no, there's no FaceTime. Then it was you. You just you go over. Oh, that is true. This I don't want anyone FaceTiming like, me though during during this shit. <laughs> Why do I need them okay. there? <laughs> The worst moment of my life every time, every day, is when I log on to StreamYard, like, from my phone to, like, put up some pictures, and I'm in my bed, and just the, and and it's just, I forget to hit, like, don't, don't put your cam on, and then I'm just, like, (laughs) like, literally, like, like, Jabba the Hutt, just, like, in my bed. You you mean you, you mean you don't, like, pose on the bed, like, like, Carrie, like, you know, with the lighting, Again, they made her look really good. Yeah, she looked yeah. good. She looks good. Um, but Carrie, Carrie's going on for her for her first date with Big. Really? Yes. That's and then I there. wrote, um, Tenardier dress is actually way more salacious than I remember, and I don't think I meant to write. I think Tenardier. you meant the naked dress. The naked dress. Hey, that was good. But I read that too, and I thought Tenardier, like, what the? Why are you talking Tenardier? about ladies? I think that's a, I don't. I that's I was, a character I in Les Mis. Mis like, yeah, I, I'm aware <laughs> of that. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking to our guest. Oh, I don't I know what, what straight men know about that. I don't know Les Mis. Uh, that, that maybe that's where I'll draw. Thank you. Okay, Thank well you. then you just prove that you are a hundred percent straight. Then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, it's called Les Miserables. I, I ain't gonna go see anything that's miserable. So I mean, I trust know. me, I, I don't want to see it either, but it's kind of like written into my bylaws. Yeah, I get like, it. I gotta like it's in our handbook. Kind of must like yeah. Les Mis. Like you came out of the womb like singing master of the house. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Being so alive Charlotte's- was actually my my birth song. I'm, I'm more a Sondheim baby, you know that. Okay. Um, Charlotte says, also, Charlotte, Charlotte, go away because you're really breaking my vibe here because I'm ready to fuck. And I like don't need you here telling me that I'm like, that I need to wait a few days. 
I'm Charlotte was the ultimate hip, hypocrite in this motherfucking episode. Well, she was always a prude a little bit, but then, you know, she did what she, she always had a little adventures, but she always was the proper, like, waspy New York City girl from that time that, like, but fits Spoiler small. alert, she gets pounded out by a Hasidic Jewish man. Like, yeah. She said, <laughs> like, that was a secret. This is another, <laughs> another example. We said this last episode where it's like, Kristen Davis must have had like three hours available to film. So they shoehorned that is true. Line in right at the end. Oh, like, why wow. am I following that happens this, this, this like one storyline? Yeah. I wonder if what, well, may, later we're talking about girls and maybe Charlotte was originally the Shoshana of girls. Maybe. Yeah, because in the first episode, be Shoshana isn't really, par- isn't, as part of the core four of the girls. It's yeah. true. Do you watch girls, Anthony? I did. I, I, I watched it. Uh, I watched the original run. I've watched it again. It's um, horrible. Yeah. John hates it. I'm trying to get I, him into I like it. it. Uh, episode three and he's, he's miserable. <laughs> my, my, my brother had a great line about it. I don't know if I could say it, um, but it was, it was definitely, it was, you can it was, say it. So I, I asked my brother when the show came out, if he, if he watched the show girls and he said, if I wanted yeah, to see yeah. fat, ugly girls have sex, I would be 22 again. <laughs> so basically what you just said is my brother's also straight. Um, so. <laughs> Watching it back though. The, the wild thing is like Lena Dunham, in Lena the, Dunham especially skinny. in the first season is not skinny. that like at all. She no, has a tiny little, like, a, like a biscuit that he grabs, but She's very annoying. She's annoying in in general. Oh, she is god awful. She is god awful. But Adam Driver. Um, I don't know if you know this, John. I know Jody knows it, and she says like her most jealous she's ever been of me. But I had tickets once to uh, the a taping of The View, Mm -hmm. and I went, and on there was the cast of girls and. The more important part, and I was like, "Who the fuck are these people?" Kevin Klein was also there, who's hot. Um, and I, I immediately—I already found Lena Dunham annoying just in that interview, based on the five minutes that I like saw her. But the most important part of that was that uh, Mario Cantone at one point came out for a, pro- a promo for Honey Bunches of Oats, and everyone in the <sighs> audience won a year supply of Honey Bunches of Oats cereal. There we go. Yeah, that's that's, that's where I mean, was that? I was boxes screaming in the or- audience. No, it was like you got um you a got like 40 or... no, you got like 48 coupons for like any that honey bunches of oats mean. box up to ten dollars value. It was pretty I, sweet. I, I was screaming like I want a car. <laughs> I'd take that over the Oprah's favorite things any day. Give yeah. me 48 boxes of honey bunches of oats over a car or I'll take right. that. <laughs> Is there footage of you when they gave it away? In the audience? I mean, I'm sure the footage exists. I was wearing a sparkly shirt that was catching the light. And I remember like the produce, like the, the, one of the people got mad at me for wearing, they're like, we said not to wear anything flashy. And I was like, but I got to shine, bitch. I know that we have to have (laughs) at least one or two listeners out there that are PIs that can find this shit. Find Amanda in the audience of The View winning the lifetime's, oh, sorry, year (laughs) supply of Honey Bunches of Oats. So this this was in New York? Yeah. You're you're from New York and now you live in Calgary. I do. I'm from Calgary. 
She's from Calgary. She's bounced around. Okay. I bounced bounced around. After COVID hit, my um, very successful pet sitting business obviously shut down. And then my landlord was like, oh, I sold sold the house. And I was like, well, I think it's a sign. So I packed up two cats and a dog into a tiny little hatchback and moved across the country. Okay. Into a new country. Now my green card's expired and I also didn't pay my taxes for like the last year that I was there. So I don't know if I'm allowed back in so the So she's US, like a but... fugitive in our country, technically. Mm-hmm. But, um... I'm a fellow. I'm trying to get the uh, about El Monte Calgary. That's quite a journey. That's, uh... <laughs> it was about 36 hours. Um during COVID, which was really fun. Anyway, um, Charlotte says the number of dates you have you wait uh, to have sex with a man is directly proportionate to your age. Okay, so, so how many? So well, how many? How many? Oh well, I have sex okay, on the first date all the time, every time, every time. Oh, you do. I don't remember the last time I didn't have sex on the first date where I was like, let's just let's wrap this up. Let's get. This I usually just have the sex and skip the date. Uh, but if I do do oh, the yeah, date, I would try to wait to the second date, but it's pretty hard to Usually wait. three dates. That's the industry standard, three dates, right? For no? who? But is but that what you who? want to do? Or like, or do you, would you, you would rather have sex? For straight days. women, they think that they should wait three dates. Um, is, is that? No, I, I, I like to wait. I usually wait like a couple of dates. Um, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like weird, but uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know. Like, I guess I never had like sex on the first date. That's never happened. Things have happened like almost, but never like the second wow. date. That's like, impressive. I, just, I, I don't know. I feel like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a thing that not to do it on the first date. It's like, it's a, not, it's like, it's weird, but like, I don't know. My head or something is telling me that it's wrong to do this on the first date. That's sweet. Oh man, it, it? Yeah. I'm oh, too much of a dick hound. Like, damn, I'm a dick pig. I need that shit. Right, Amanda? I just hate hanging out with <laughs> I just hate hanging out with people so much that I'm like, all right, let's do what we came here to do. Please. Uh, two birds, one yeah, stone. It's too, too bad we never like found each other on Tinder. Although you would have blown my mind if you were like, we need to wait a uh, whole like two or well, three days. I'm like, well then what am I what am I doing here? <laughs> What what years was so I was what year was it that you were that you were in New York? I lived in New York from 2008 until 2021. Okay, so from 2000. Okay, so I mean that's the bulk of my. I was in a lot of relationships. I wasn't on. I was engaged in 2008, so I wouldn't have been on. You were married in 2008, Amanda, weren't you? Uh, Yeah, I was married. (laughs) Like you're acting like. I'm just telling him the dates I lived in New York. (laughs) I'm just going by like, so I'm going by like, you know, relationships. I wasn't, so then I was single for a little while. Um, Relationship again in 20, I was seeing somebody in 2013, relationship 2014. Oh, that's right. When Um, I got into another relationship, we just missed each other. So 20. Two ships passing. I think so 20, single again until 2018, 2017, 2018. And then it was with somebody for on and off for a little while. And then uh, I was in a long distance relationship for a year during COVID. Um, so yeah, mm. it was I never really on Tinder as much either. I didn't like, I don't like Tinder. Oh, you should get on there. Cause it's really, it's really awesome. I just, well, feel, I'm I feel Bumble guy. I <laughs> well, I've deleted most of the apps, but I, I use Bumble because the girl has to talk first. I, I, right. I have no, I have no game. 
None. Um, my picture on Tinder is me dressed as a man wearing a mustache for Halloween, and that's the only picture I have on Tinder. That, that's, that doesn't do it for me. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm sorry. Like, somebody dressed as a man, is not, I'm just going by what I like. It's... I look pretty funny in the picture, though. I look silly. Yeah. All right. Anyway. If I, want, I know comedians. I'll, that's where I'll go for funny. If I, want, if I want, like, you know, you know, uh, happy time, I'm going to, I want to see somebody who's got, like, you know, I like to say they'd be naked, but like you know, you don't want a funny girl. You want a skanky girl, is what you're saying. No, I don't want I like girls with funny, but I like I just want to see something that's gonna you know, big boobs. Just the eye. I like big. You want to yeah. see something? I you fan of that. Yeah, I don't want to see them. You know, I'm, I, you know, I am equally skanky as I am funny. Okay. Okay. You like you know when I, when I look at right. a picture, I just want to see like you know what's represented. I don't want to see like, you know, a yeah. Charlie Chaplin look alike. That's not really what I'm looking for. <laughs> well, this is look, worse than like Charlie Chaplin. It's, yeah, it's, it's like Charlie worse. Chaplin's grandpa. <laughs> I was going as a character think, from Sister Wives. All right, let's go. I, I think this three this three date bullshit that they're talking about is like, I think it's it works. That's different for certain people. Definitely like a waspy Charlotte type probably does wouldn't even have sex in three dates. Except... Again, spoiler alert, she does go off and have sex with some art man. So, and uh, I'm wondering what, what, what Miranda. Miranda's wearing, right? Yes, okay. Let's talk about what Miranda's wearing here. <laughs> what isn't she dressed bad? She dresses so like, like the lawyer. The suit later, the suit later. The lawyer. A lot of button ups. I feel like I feel like I picture her in lots of bolo ties, bow ties, very B Arthur she, and Golden Girls. Really, she already had a storyline where she did not want to be perceived as a lesbian. Why are you not? No, she's like, that doesn't that. line up. That does not line up. You would you would be actively like trying to not dress like that. <laughs> she goes on a date later with a man, and she's in a full suit. Come well, on. Yeah, she's it up. <laughs> I guess I, mean, I think like, it looks good, but they try to portray that she's like a professional, like she's a, a lawyer and a professional. And um, the haircut tells us she's a professional. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't mess with this bitch. <laughs> it's severe. Yeah, that haircut for forever. Yeah. I kind of agree, uh, though, with, with Samantha because Samantha ends up being like, oh, yeah, you know, it's better off just to have sex right away. I feel the same way because what if you discover something that, that, what if you like find out that like it's what if you fall weird. in love with someone and they just like it, it just the, the sex sucks? That's a pickle, yeah. Well, sex is a big part of why you're in a relationship with someone. That's why, honestly, it does surprise me when people are like, Oh, we haven't had sex for years. What? Well, that's just, you know, that's a whole different story. There's a lot more going on. Unpacking that. Yeah, there's a, yeah. And, yeah, can, yeah I can unpack. Yeah, but I, I'm just, but it's similar. Like, you need to have sex with someone that you're with. I understand if you want to wait a little bit, but I need to know if the dick is fucked up, if it's, if I'm, if they don't know what, how to work it, if sometimes you just don't like your, your sexual. I get it. Chemistries aren't uh, compatible either. <laughs> You just don't line up in what you need. Yeah, Anthony, I, I, what do you I, think? I, do, don't you think you'd rather, like, test out the playing field first? Well, I mean, I feel like I'm the, you know, uh, 
Yeah, I guess in a way. I mean, for me though, it's it's. I, I mean, how bad could it be? I mean, it's a vagina. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess. I guess. I guess it is worse for guys that way. But I mean, I know I myself. I that's probably they probably want to test it out for themselves. I'm probably the one that they would test and not come back to. That's I'm. <laughs> that's probably why they would do that to begin with. Um, yeah. I will agree that there are a lot more like things that can happen go wrong on with a penis than like the vagina don't you think like yes girls can fake it a lot easier than guys can Uh, yeah you guys can't like fake being like hard no it's either either or not i mean it's no there's no in between right we and we can tell (laughs) we can tell if it's not you can (laughs) it's just like um anyway so carrie leaves for her date she puts on this jacket she puts on her fur coat. She goes out and Big says, interesting dress. And she goes, meaning? And he goes, interesting dress. I feel like they have good chemistry, but like, Anthony, have you heard this? Because I know you like know a lot of people like in the industry. Have you heard that Chris Noth is like the biggest asshole like in restaurants and just in general? I haven't heard that. I mean, I, I know a lot of comedians. Um Again, I'm and I'm not famous at anything, so we've never. I don't know the same people. Probably he knows, but no, I haven't. I never heard that about him. Um, I've heard about other people, well, like not him. Huh. I don't know. Well, anyway, he's he's canceled now. Anyway. Sorry. I'm sorry for ruining that for you. Like he is canceled like, now. So. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you not watching? Did you watch it just like that, Anthony? Why? Well, so they killed him. Yeah, they killed him, but, like, he was supposed to come back. Like, all the Me Too stuff came out right after that episode aired, I think. I put up Me Too so they, I Yeah. Didn't, I didn't know that. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, th- he was supposed okay. to, like, be in a whole bunch of other episodes of him just like that and, like, flashbacks and shit, but then they had to, like, cut him out. Just like that. Yeah. I'm not watching. Oh, oh, wait. I am watching it because I we have to No, you are because we're doing it next season. I watch it, but I get annoyed every time I watch it. What do you think of Che Diaz? What do you think of her comedy? Uh, their their yeah, comedy, comed- uh, they're a concert. So Che Diaz, yeah. when they they portrayed, I mean, I never seen somebody portray a comedian that didn't act or could pull off believing that that so that were a comedian. Like uh, that that was a horrible acting job. By well, Sarah they Ramirez. are a good actor, though. I mean, I'm yeah, watching Grey's Anatomy. They're like I love the Grey's Anatomy. I am I'm one of the biggest Grey's Anatomy fans, and. I love Sarah Ramirez, Callie Torres, one of my favorite characters, Che Diaz, the pits. That's what I always want to know is like what actual comedians thought of that. Cause it seems, um, I'm not a comedian, but like I was offended personally. Oh, anybody, by, anybody know that uh, like saw it, that was like the, no standup did not believe. Like, you know, and I'll say the same thing about Robert De Niro in the movie, the comedian, he looked uncomfortable on stage as a comedian. Like it, it, it's not just getting up there and just saying it. You have to actually be- make people believe, you know, that you're that you're doing this, that you're actually, you know, you're telling jokes and it's coming off very natural, and you have to look natural on stage. And for somebody who's supposed to be like Netflix special and all this, like you know, as as Che Diaz was, as, I don't see how they would have gotten passed at a comedy club, um, for how bad nope. their stage presence and timing was. Nope, nope. Just get ready, John. You're gonna love it. Um, so I can't wait. 
can't wait. Carrie and Big uh, get in his limo and they just start making out. They're like, we can resist. But then they just end up begging. So they go back to Big's apartment to fig, and they're on the ground. And then the whole thing, the whole concept of this episode is that Carrie is scared that Big doesn't take this seriously and he's just using her for sex. But I would argue that, like, if I just, like, had sex with someone immediately on the date and then he said, oh, do you want to go out for Chinese food now? I'd be like, oh, he wants to keep hanging out with me. So I don't think Carrie ever had anything to worry about in the first place. Yeah, like if I if I had sex with a girl on the first date and she was like, let's go get Chinese food, I'm like, let's just get married. That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> this is perfect. Yeah, like you are my spirit animal. We are speaking the same language. Well, beca- we talked about this last week in the butt sex episode, but I mean, the rule, you don't eat before having sex. I mean, no. that's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, this is the, the, the correct order. No, you don't eat before. I used to, when I was with my, I was with an ex a couple, it was probably back 10 years ago, but we used to go to this Italian restaurant um, here on Long Island and I would get, it was like huge portions and I would get the gnocchi and meatballs and I would tell her, listen, the night's over. This is it. I'm not doing anything. (laughs) I am am passing out wearing all of my clothes. (laughs) I am. Yeah. I'm like, we're going to go back to you. We're going to go back to your place. I'm going to lay in the bed and I'm, gonna fall asleep at some point i said i'm not doing anything else i can't move really i've got a lot of noki in my belly i don't want to focus on anything else but maybe for that digest okay that it's it. way worse for women though when you have a belly full of gnocchi because then you got something like pushing up against it oh god well, no one i've ever did had that problem uh, as one thing about me i'm, I'm you know it's very I small penis. It's okay. I'm very open about it. I don't care. Okay. I, it's just it is what it is. I doubt that's actually true. Oh um, no, it's true. I'm 100. I'm not no reason to lie about it. It's my fully. But I tell girls up front. I'm like, listen, this is it is what it is. This is it. I kind of gotta I'm appreciate that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm gifted in other areas, but that's you know besides the point. <laughs> usually, it's usually better. Um. So now they go out for Chinese food. Um, so they're there. I don't know what time of the night this is. Probably two a.m. And the, her one of her best friends in the world, Mike yeah. Singer, who <laughs> ha, is eyebrows McGee and not good. He's looking, such a good friend why. that, like, he's such a good friend. She even refuses to have sex with him because she wants to save that friendship. Yeah, it's so that important. Valuable friendship. Yeah. This friendship is again. so important. It goes deep. Um, He's he's there with this woman, Libby. uh, She's a cheesemonger who, by the way, is like very pretty and good looking. Yeah. Attractive. They should have gotten some like ogre ass. Jackie Hoffman. (laughs) Hollywood. That that is Hollywood ogre. um, And back in the 90s. Um, so she was on Curb Your Enthusiasm as the blank. I mean, I just feel like I can imagine a few people that I would put in this role. So do you, do you, like, you, I don't know if you've watched, you guys watched the, you've seen the whole run of the show? Sex in the what? City? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, hundreds yeah. of times. You remember the glazed donut boyfriend that, um, Miranda had? For yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, that's a comedian. His name is Craig Gass. Actually, very funny guy. Um, he does voices and imi- he imitates like he could do like Gene Simmons and these guys like spot on, but he's, he's a comedian Craig, and he was on Howard when he got it. 
And Hart, Artie was like, how are you getting the fat guy roles? I goes, I get the, I'm, I'm a fat guy. I should be getting the fat. He goes, if you're getting fat guy roles in Hollywood, I'm done. So it's different. Hollywood looks at people differently. Like when they first showed her at the restaurant, I was like, okay, I see where they're going with this. But when they showed her the cheese shop and then afterwards, I'm like, oh, she's actually really good looking. She's like a pretty girl. She's like, you so know, cute. yeah, but they made her like a pretty like, girl. I think they made her like squint her eyes and do like, you know, like, I mean, like, weird face. Kind of awkward, especially, like, especially at the cheese shop. I thought she was slinging hot. cheese at me. If someone like, wants to give me those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, if oh I would have hand me free cheese all day. Gonna hand me cheese Baby. and like take eyes at me. I'd be like, you know, I'd be like, you know, Journey would start playing in the background or something. I don't know, be like, you know, right? Exactly. Yeah. What you were, what you were, <laughs> they're doing that with um Little Shop of Horrors off Broadway right now, where they're casting all of these like hotties as Seymour. It's like this is one of the few roles that like character men are allowed to just do, and it's like. Just- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Jonathan, well, Jeremy uh, Jordan. I uh, saw something the other day. I'm sure it was a TikTok because that's usually what that means when I say I saw something. Where they were talking (laughs) about how character (laughs) actors are basically like completely being eliminated. They're referencing it in reference to like Colin Farrell playing um, the Penguin in the new like in the Penguin movie and like the Joker shit or whatever. And being like they've made this man now Colin Farrell could do unspeakable things. But he... I mean, you've seen, have you seen the sex tape? He has a sex tape. No, but you're going to send me a link to Amanda? That. Amanda. I did see Jesse Williams swing in dick and take me out finally. I, I did. Did you? And? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's amazing. Girl. If I had a sex drive, I'd be like really under it. Well, um, yeah. Okay. Now I've lost, not, you know, the dick. Uh, yeah. Now I don't even remember what I was saying. Keep going. Sorry, you. You. Oh, I just Carol, totally... character actors before we Doesn't. got on. Oh, Carol, okay. So the, they're like basically uh. deleting character actors. Like they're putting like there aren't like um, famous people really who are that kind of thing. They were even referencing someone like James Gandolfini. Um, they referenced a couple other people too, like Robin Williams, let's say, or whatever. I don't know. Robin Williams wasn't attract. He wasn't. Like, yeah, he was also good looking. But he wasn't was like Colin Farrell. Yeah, but they weren't Colin yeah. Farrell. Well, to me, James right? Colin Farrell though is actually a, a very. I mean, I don't know if he if he was. I think if he wasn't 
his looks, he would have been a character actor because he actually does. He's play a great actor. He's very talented. He does. He plays like these other characters very well. Like I know the movie um, Jeff Bridges, where he's the country singer. He plays like his protege, and oh. he was great in that as a country singer. I see on TikTok he's like this guy who's like balding and he wears a tracksuit and he kicks the shit out of teenagers in a in a taco place. He was uh-huh. like, that. Colin Farrell's um, doing that? Yeah, I don't know. It comes again, TikTok. I, I don't know anything, uh, but it comes yeah. up on TikTok. And I'm I like, I don't know. Like um, oh. But look, he's a, he's an incredible actor. And I, you know what? As someone who's a big, as a Batman fan, I, I didn't find anything wrong with him playing the Penguin. I didn't like the take they did on it, but I mm-hmm. thought he was very good in that role. The only thing I'd say is like, okay, our previous Penguin was Danny DeVito. Yes. Danny DeVito or Colin Farrell? Like, before that, it was uh, you know. Meredith, who was Mickey and Rocky. I've never seen. Shockingly, <laughs> me and John have not. Didn't drop on Rocky. You never, I've Rocky? never watched Rocky, no. Well, how do you not see Rocky? Rocky? You watched it by accident. It's, it's all, it was on TV all the time. What do you mean you've seen Rocky? Oh, I, I lived in that. Canada, babe, would, and my parents cut out our cable when I was in fourth Rocky, grade because I stopped right getting A's. Rocky, Rocky's a classic. Mm. I'm a I'm a straight music like theater sports. girl, and John's a gay music theater boy. There's no reason why we ever should have seen Rocky. Yes, it's Rocky. It's it's a, it's a, it's a classic. Hey, I watched Rudy. That's a sports movie. That's a great movie. That's, yeah, I cry every time at the okay. end. It's not Rocky, but I no, Die but, Hard. Die Hard's a, a, a in like a class. <laughs> right. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It is. I I <laughs> agree with you. I um I will say that I don't like the Big Lebowski or Fight Club. Sorry. I don't really care for them that much. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, they're just they're boy movies. Those are boy like movies. Boys. My sister in law loves the Big Lebowski. Her and my brother actually went well, for Halloween. She was Jesus, and my brother dresses John Goodman. He was love that. okay. That's pretty funny. I love uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in that movie, though. He's like, no, what, what, we, what I need to tell you, dude. Yeah, he took, he, Philip Seymour Hoffman's the best part of that. I mean, he's amazing. He's great. Hi, you know, there's no boy movies, no girl movies are movies and can be enjoyed by everybody. Okay. Uh, see, I need to watch gay movies, and they don't have to specifically be gay, but there are things movies? that What's fall in line. Of, but they need to well, be fabulous. There needs to be an element of fabulosity or an element of like extravaganza. You know what movie? Talk about uh, that I saw opening weekend. I can't wait to hear what what at the Huntington the, Arts. I don't mean it. My best <laughs> Nick. What we saw. Brokeback Mountain. Broke back oh, Mountain. that's a that great one, movie. Got robbed at controversial that is Oscars one of my that year. Movies. It is it like is. one of the best stories. I, I love that. Filmed in Alberta. Sad. Is it? It was Alberta? filmed in my hometown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in like Bam. I know that. Uh, when he the jacket when he puts the jacket over the no, other jacket, I fucking lost my mind. I remember so crying so hard in the theater to that movie. And of course I was like a teenager. So I was incredibly impressionable and I was like, yeah. oh, oh, but that spit take oh. thing was shocking to me. Cause I was just too young oh. to like realize okay. like, Oh, that's not that shocking. Well, but I was like, Whoa. it's so that's like not real. My friend was like, you're not go. doing, you're not doing butt sex with one swipe of spit. It's not happening. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> no, 
real. I'll tell you, a lot of guys will do that with the vagina without even like questioning it. Really? Oh yeah, they don't care. All right. <laughs> will they? I, I mean, like, I, well, oh god. Great. Well, we've made it through five minutes of the episode. Uh, and what happens Wrap next? It. In six. Let's um, <laughs> My next note is that Libby, the cheesemonger, looks like Arden Marin, which is such a like random reference that I'm not even going to get into it. She used to be on Mad TV. Um, I know next who you're Miranda, talking about. Okay. Oh, but, yeah. She's someone yeah. who considers herself a character actress where it's like, okay. you're not. You're like hot and. Yeah. Cheesemonger. Mm-hmm. Well, That's you're fine. really good um, at like remembering faces of people. Like I couldn't even. I, I think if you put this cheesemonger lady in a, a lineup, I probably wouldn't be able to pick who she was. And I watched this. Two hours ago, so um, um, Arden Marin was is on uh, Doughboy's podcast all the time, so oh that's how I. Lord. I don't know. Anyway, Miranda's mm. now. We're gonna shoehorn this part in. Miranda's at a kickboxing class again. Way to go! Way to make yourself seem really straight and girly, Miranda. But she's at kickboxing class, and she kicks this guy in the fucking face, and um, he takes her out because she's just that good. Because she, yeah, she's you know she's Miranda. She's kicking people in the face. She's got you know that haircut suit. What are you doing? What do you want? To wow, I mean, the haircut seals that? the deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, his name is Ted Baker. He's thirty-two. Okay, girl. This guy's like clearly like forty-eight, but or maybe not. Maybe he is thirty-two. Because every time me and John look up someone's age, like Skipper was like twenty-four. He was younger than he actually was portrayed in the show. They people, aged people yeah, the older. yeah, they looked older back then. I I don't they know. Like did. I I always think like I hear people like, you know, when I was when I was younger and they would show like people in their forties in the movies, I'm like, oh my God, they're like old. And now I'm in my forties and I don't think I look that old. You know, I'm 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 forty. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I, what I, I, me and me and Jody did an episode of the Andy Griffith show, and Don Knotts and Andy Griffith were several years younger than both of us. They were like thirty, no, thirty five. <laughs> yes, dude. Oh, in the Don movie Cocoon, Knotts. In the movie, Cocoon. oh, don't even tell me the ages of Cocoon. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I don't think Wilfred Brimley was even fifty when they filmed that movie. I think he was like forty five. <laughs> Diabetes, diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> I like my Quaker oatmeal because I got diabetes. <laughs> yeah. He did a lot of commercial work in his oh. later. <laughs> diabetes. Oh, he, he uh, yeah, he was really good in the firm. Oh my god, this is all over the place. Okay, Miranda. Uh, okay, so now Miranda's out with Ted Baker, and she gets all kind of sexy and slutty, and she like kisses him the forehead, and she's like. Mm. A kiss to make you feel better. And I was like, <laughs> I was really like not turned on by it. The opposite of turned on. I, I don't remember that. I believe I completely blocked that moment out. Mm. Um, like a trauma response. Don't go back and watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> no plans to. No plans. <laughs> I'm not rewatching okay. that, that moment. God. Okay. Then what happens? Well, now <laughs> Carrie and Miranda are walking together, and Carrie. Okay, Miranda's like, oh, wait, did we already find the sex tape? Yes, I, I didn't even no, read this down. But Miranda, they, no, they, it was a couple of days later, I think. She had oh, maybe they fucked or something. 
He was leaving to so go to his final conference. Yeah. Right, but she hasn't found the sex tape at this point. She finds it after he leaves her in the apartment, and she's searching after they hook up. After they hook up. Okay, so now her, so she finds this tape that says spanked. Which uh-huh. I don't understand what the uh, the structure of this box. Yeah, actually, it wasn't I, a VHS. That doesn't a happen later because it actually pan it. She finds it and then it goes right to them in Carrie's apartment, watching watching, watching the spanked. So, yeah, I think that is gotcha. Later. Okay. So then they they just slept together. Fine. So now Carrie and Miranda are walking together, I think, in Central Park. And Miranda's like, isn't it too soon? Like, is it too soon that I slept with him on the first date? And Carrie immediately turns it back around to it being Carrie's story. Carrie's yeah, like, okay. yeah, that's not even too soon. What is too soon is that I slept with Big on the first date. Because this is what Carrie does in every episode all the time. Well, it's all about Carrie. Yeah, it's I mean, all, always, always. Yeah. She's the... She's like the Adam of the group. Um, And uh, she blames the dress. Now Carrie is out laying on a bed. Oh, so now her and this guy who she's apparently best friends with go to bed, bath, and beyond. And they lay on a bed and they have this little deep conversation about Libby, Libby the cheesemonger. And we get this backstory. Libby's beautiful, cute, like Mm -hmm. lovable. And then Carrie's like, then what's the problem? Also, all the employees at Bed Bath & Beyond are like, we're closing in five minutes, uh, guys. <laughs> like, can you... Get off the bed. Can't lay on oh, yeah. the bed. I have to make that bed. <laughs> I can't lay on the bed. Again, these, are, these two people are so close. Carrie and this guy are so close that mm-hmm. they're just hanging out in a bed, never seeing well, again. Well, their friendship is so important, um, and so she can't have sex with him. Mm-hmm. It'll ruin it. Because it their friendship's little- that important to her. Yeah. So he says, look, she's not beautiful, which is like ugh, devastating. Just stupid. So devastating. Just stupid, stupid, though. She's gorgeous. She sells cheese. She is gorgeous. I would have, she, she loves cheese. She's got curly hair. My problem, like, I couldn't be with like a person who sells cheese, though. I'd have IBS constant. Well, I mean, no, you, you wouldn't horrible. have IBS because it it kind of it it actually like makes you a little. I more think it works differently too. for for all people. It depends <laughs> if you're lactose intolerant. Then yeah, you shouldn't date somebody who's got cheese all everywhere. I am the both lactose intolerant oh and God. have IBS. <laughs> my body never knows what it's really doing. But now, yeah. um, the problem is she's not beautiful. Carrie and Samantha now talk about. Um, all the secret sex that Samantha has had. And Carrie's like, yeah, I've heard about that. I've heard about that. I've heard about that. And then one of the people Samantha mentions is that Carrie goes, oh, that guy turned out to be in high school. And then that never gets addressed again. It's like Samantha had sex with someone in high school. Uh, Yeah. I I think I'm trying to think on the show. If she if that happened again, she gets with a guy in college. Um, and yeah, his name is Sam Jones, and their numbers get crossed. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, even that was pretty gross. Um, they, uh, mm, it can be fa- butt sex can be fabulous with the right <laughs> person. Um, now they're at um, they're at this bus party for Carrie, and they're just standing out in the New York street. It goes up uh, Fifth Avenue. Which big says I thought this good bus line. party was so cute. I want to do this. I thought it was like, cute in, too. In fur coats and drink champagne on the side of like yeah, on the side of a bus in New York City. It's a big thing. It's I just, don't see that. 
It's just fabulous. And Fifth Avenue, that is a good bu- bus, a good yes, bus line. Fifth I Avenue is, is a very, uh, there's a lot of shops on Fifth trendy. Avenue. It's, yeah, it's yeah. trendy. It's, it's got, you know, it's, it's a good place to be. Yeah. It's not like it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's on the east side. So yeah. Carrie, uh, the, uh, where are we? Uh, they don't actually Samantha have the best planned, bus party yet. Oh, she's they don't gonna, have it. Samantha reveals <laughs> that they're going to do this. Jesus. Yeah, We're almost done. Sick. I swear to God. So, which, I, yeah, I think it's super cute. Um, they spend the day together at Carrie's house. Okay. John, I lost my place. Take over. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> in this exact same time, we find out about Charlotte having sex with that Hasidic folk Thank artist you, yeah. from Brooklyn named Shmuel. You know what? I don't believe him. Um, which is, like, very kind of surprising. It, though, it gives me, like, so, before we talked about how Skipper was kind of a reflection of the later Steve... I'm getting reflections in in Charlotte's to later Harry. Wow, yeah. Because okay, this, like not okay. just because they're Jewish, but because this guy also it does not necessarily fit into what Charlotte typically would have sex with. Yes. Which is a very clean cut looking man. Like she would not be having sex mm, with this guy who's smoking a cigarette with though. I artist. did think his his ringlets, which I don't know exactly what they're called, but the way they were curled was like obviously not done by a Hasidic person. They looked like two like huge barrel curl like they looked like crisp. Carrie Bradshaw curls. Like, yeah, seriously, it was like someone's extensions. <laughs> they just threw in oh, there. Absolutely. They just yeah. Um, and I love that they specified that he's from Brooklyn because my ex-boyfriend used to live in Brooklyn right next to a Hasidic Jewish area. And they were really always funny, just yeah. walking down the street. And that and I can tell you those are not what those curls look like. They're like no. tight ring. They're Cody oh, Brown. Tight. Yeah, they have, it's, it's tight curls. Yeah. <laughs> they're I, used to, I, I used to work for at and I used to sell phones. And I would have to, every once in a while, cover the Cedarhurst store in the five towns of Long Island. Which is um, a scenic Jewish area. Let me tell you something. Those curls—they're on, the, they're on that game. Then those the curls are tight. This was definitely. Um, let's get some tight in what way? Like, are they like like skank? Like they're like they're no. ready to get down. They're DTF. They were like they were just no. They were oh very, the curls yeah. were tight. Curls, not the girls. The curls. What the. Um, <laughs> I thought he said girls, and I was like, "Oh, no, are those sorry, like girls? girls? Are like slutting it up?" Got it. No, that was that was different. Other towns, not Cedars. The girls. Uh, basically, though, like what happens is that Car- Charlotte doesn't want Carrie to write about this in her column because I guess that must be a, a pretty common thing that happens. But right. um, and then Carrie goes, "I promise I won't," which. She clearly does because it's in this episode. So you're yeah, a bad friend. Carrie. Technically, yeah. And if well, if it's the- our snow globe theory or our newspaper theory, if she's maybe. talking yeah, in, a- in the narrative, the column, like when she's, yeah, that's supposed yes. to be like her column. Technically, so this is the show is supposed to be her column. Then yeah, then then she she wrote about it. Exactly. Yeah. Now, Anthony, do you know what the ending of the TV series Saint Elsewhere is with the snow globe? I, I haven't seen it, but I, I heard I, I I heard the reference to it, but I don't know what what it is. Okay, the, the show Saint Elsewhere from the eighties is about like a hospital, much like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, my dad used and to the watch. very last 
Yeah, um, yeah, my, our, our parents would watch it. it ju- we just missed our generation, but the There's ending of like the whole series, it, it pans out and it's like the hospital and then it's snowing, but then it's a snow globe and it's this little autistic kid that's like looking at this snow globe. And his parents are like, he's been looking at that snow globe every day for the past six years. So the whole series took place inside this kid's head. So me and John think that a better ending to Sex in the City would be if it panned out and it was Manhattan and it was snowing and it was just like a little girl like staring at a snow globe because it would make more sense. It would be more sensical for some well, of these plot you know, lines. Would actually like make mind that would a little girl. What if it was Carrie Bradshaw on her first day in New York and she was and it was like her in Times Square holding the thing at like one of those cheap shops, right? Because a little what girl think, having fantasies about. <laughs> Like making up sex stories in her head is kind of weird. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I I I, I, I like the idea, I guess, of snow, but it's kind of creepy that some all that's in someone's head. So, like, I'd know, say I, he he thinks our our ideas are um Ill, like illogical. <laughs> no, illogical. Like, <laughs> see, sex in the city. Think of somebody had all those ideas in their head. That's a lot of. It's a lot of uh, you know, a stuff it's going just on. Some like. It's just some kid with like little Amanda with her ADHD, undiagnosed ADHD, yeah. just staring at a snow globe and being like, like, how would they like know about that? Like, like in there, like, if you never had sex before, how do you know about all this like crazy stuff that happens? Oh, because you still get like horned up and stuff, right? Maybe it's a reincarnation situation. All right, let's. So what this. actually happens <laughs> is that Carrie's, <laughs> Carrie gets a phone call from Big. They talk about um, that he he hasn't stopped thinking about her all day and that mm-hmm. they think that they should have a date, okay? So she actually, they spend a day together and she invites, invites him to her bus party, all right? Which will come back later, all right? And then a dude and Phyllis approach Big and he doesn't, int- okay, so a man and Phyllis, some woman, they come up to Big, and he refuses to um, acknowledge who Carrie is at their dinner together, right? Isn't that what, right. what happened? Uh-huh. Sorry, I, I was just I blasting through, I, like, I six even, notes and what's that No, once. you're good. <laughs> I don't even think I would clock that. Would you clock I wouldn't that? either. Well, I if I had like only I gone on think. one date with someone... Yeah, it's like one date. I, I don't know what you would like. What were you expect? What would she expect? Oh, hi, this is Carrie, my friend. And then she'd be offended then too. Like, no, you just go, hey, this is Carrie. That's all you gotta do. I guess, hey, Carrie, how yeah, are you? Hey, gotten around that. You introduce the person you're standing next to. That's just manners. I think it probably only was brought up because of that other guy who didn't want to introduce my, his woman yeah, and so took them in, to the same restaurant. Then. Yeah, it was in her head. But then doesn't it seem like big immediately once they walked away would have been like, I, I, I totally forgot that guy's name. So like, I'm sorry. That's why I, I would have said something. Right. Well, cause I don't think I she mean, said anything, but he was like, ah, whatever. Like he's kind of think one. big yeah. is like ambiguous in a lot of his stuff. And yeah. he's also more mature, like older than Carrie. So I wonder if it's something that just comes yeah. with time or I don't know. Yeah, but um, now um, Carrie calls Mike on the phone. Oh, Big takes Carrie back to that same Chinese restaurant. And now Uh Carrie calls Mike, her best friend in the freaking world, to be like, why did you take Libby to that restaurant? And he's like, oh, because she's so busted. Who says that to? Who admits that? (laughs) Who admits that? (laughs) 
was to- and this is when Miranda becomes left at Ted's and she finds the spanking porn when she's looking through his apartment. Which I feel like I'd be the most relieved if this is the porn that I'd find. I'd be like, this is like the most mild porn I've ever. I gotta say, witnessed. I don't think I would want. I don't really want to know what my sex partner's porn preferences are. I think because you know everyone has some kind of some kink that they don't feel like sharing with the world, such as like if, if my thing was getting spanked, I don't think I would want to <laughs> share that. Uh, you know, no, I have an ongoing agreement thing, with Jody. Like, if I if no. I'm ever like accused of a crime or I go missing, it's like my computer needs to be destroyed, <laughs> and all of my Pornhub <laughs> history needs to be erased because the wormholes that I go down at like three o'clock in the morning sometimes I don't want anyone seeing that. Well, I just uh, think that I would just like if I were Miranda, I would just not mention it. I'd just pretend I never saw it. Oh, she played yeah, it bad. Um, and he doesn't have it now. That's his, that's she, his oh, yeah, and she did take house. it. <laughs> like, he, he wouldn't recognize his, his one spanked. His one, one spanked. One, <laughs> one copy of spanked. But you know what, though? That's how <laughs> we, those porn, the, the VHS things, are. the tapes are bigger then. Like, you know, that big yeah. box and everything. Because I remember, like, yes. when I was a kid. The video we go to, there was a section that had like the porn tapes, and me and my uh-huh. brother would like throw each other's hat in there to run in and like you know take a quick look and run back out again like we were kids. And it was always that big like cardboard box and like you know. You know kind of oh man, do you do you guys think that this? So they so Miranda immediately takes it to Carrie's house and they sit and watch it. Carrie's like blowing bubble gum during this, which okay, she's just so but, cool. Um, she's done all this. Okay, she's done it all. Is nothing. It's, it's unfazing. Um, do you think that this porn that they're watching was like reenacted for the show, or if this was a real porn? I don't know. Do you I think know? it was reenacted for the show. That was otherwise it's the worst porn of all time. <laughs> I mean, there's some bad porn it was out mild. there. Mild. There's definitely some bad porn. This this woman's like, do you, you want a spanking? And he's like, yes. And she's like, hmm. Mm, so. Yeah, it was definitely made for the show. I think made for the show. It was horrible. <laughs> I thought I watched. Yeah, but like, why are they making it mild? <laughs> why? Why are they? What do they want him to be they... doing? Like lashing the person? They're gonna sh- put that on there? Like the guy like, screaming in pain? Like... Or... Baseball bat? Yes! He's in a diaper, and she wants it. Like he's pretending <laughs> to be a baby or something. Eating him to death. Yeah, just like absolutely yes, that's what I want to. <laughs> If Got I'm going to be shocked by the guy I'm dating's porn, I want it to no. be more salacious than just like... I don't that think that it's supposed to be that it's salacious. It's just that it's odd in comparison, especially in the 90s, that a man wants to be spanked by a woman. It would normally probably be the other way around. Mm-hmm. If he wants okay, to do spankings, then I think it's more the subject matter than the shock. Yeah, that he was into it, it instead yeah. of like him being like, you know... It was a video of like a guy spanking a girl. But if if that's what he's into, that's exactly why he chose fucking Miranda. She's like giving Dom top energy. Like she would what? spank you. Yeah. She thank you. So in they public. try and like they try and have, We're gonna get back to that in a little bit because <laughs> she she tries. 
They have the bus party. Big can't show up in the reason. And Charlotte, of course, in her dumb shit, even after she had sex with the artist one time, mm. she thinks it's because her and because Carrie and Big had sex. That's why he didn't come to her party. No. And Mike comes. Go away, though. Charlotte. You're wrecking my vibe. Go well, away. Uh, at least Charlotte. Mike came. At least Mike came. Okay? Well, he's best friends. Yeah, her of course he's best, her best friend, Anthony. So, best friend in the world. She goes to Bed Bath and Beyond with him. Yeah. Um, like they would have had to go to like the Bronx to go to Bed Bath and Beyond, right? There's no Bed Bath and Beyond anywhere close to Manhattan, I don't think. Is there? Um I feel like Bronx is Queens. like the club. You can go into Queens, Brooklyn, Queens. Okay, but either way, are you get are you going to Bed Bath and Beyond in Queens from Manhattan if you're Carrie? I guess she doesn't have a job or anything else to do. I, so you get on like a subway and you get there. I don't know. Maybe. <sighs> it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um the so bus she finally arrives. The bus. This is uh, funny. Fabulous. This joke lands. I, I laugh. It's, yeah. I mean, when is a dick drawn on something not funny? Funny every time. Never. There's it's no. It's there's always no, funny. Yeah, there's no thing where it's not funny. Always funny. Always funny. Always. Always. I, I'll laugh at a fart joke, a poop joke. Like, I will laugh at the oh. most, like, stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, a I dick save all those on, videos. A, on an open mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I save all those videos on TikTok to show my nephews. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, like the, the party videos and stuff. Yeah, always funny. You should show them, you should show them old uh, Perez Hilton. Uh, the, the, this guy dropped, who... He got cum coming out of it. The, the no, I'm not showing them that. They're 10 and 8. I can't show them that. That's not, you know. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, don't. Maybe I'll get <laughs> talking about farting jokes, Amanda. Yeah. I farting. Mean, like, videos, like of the guy You're in the park. talking about the... Not squelching or whatever that... Not, I have that penises cum, on the mind. Not cum <laughs> dripping out of someone's mouth. Um, That's not going to be... Or like, or cocaine just pouring out of someone's... You know, no, no, I, I, can't, I can't show them that. Um, <laughs> My brother would not like that very much. I think they need to know at some point, though, so keep those in your file. I'm sure they're going to find um, out sooner than later. Um, probably. And if you look, he's already, uh, he's had, this is like his second girlfriend already. He's 10 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. Loving kid. I didn't kiss my first boy until I was 17, and shocking. <laughs> he was gay. Um, <laughs> Stay tuned for our Patreon episode, and we'll talk about straight women. Kissing you know, I'm talking about men. all the different gay men that I've been in love with throughout my life. Um, the bus goes by. Yeah, so there's a dick drawn on Carrie's. <laughs> Very funny. She's mortified. And Samantha's like, nobody notices a bus until until it's coming to hit you. And also, well, and this is this is be fabulous. This this is paralleling, like, or no, like whatever. And a book ending earlier That's, when they're yeah. talking because she she doesn't want to be on a bus because it's so trashy and they're trying yeah. to jazz her up of how amazing it is. Everyone sees the bus, everyone it's sees that, and then you know. That's, I mean, who that's has comedy has on their that's, face that's, in, on Fifth Avenue? <laughs> you know, it's like everybody has dicks on their face on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> I used to work on Eighth Avenue at Mercury Bar in Hell's Kitchen, and like that was probably the trashiest bus line I can like imagine, and it was loud. Um, Carrie now drunkenly arrives at Mister Big's house, and from what I can. From the information they've given us, she's come straight from the bus. And there was one bottle of champagne present. So am I to believe that Carrie is, like, 
crashing into the walls trying to stand up after like a glass and a half of champagne. Not buying it. I get annoyed with stuff like this. Uh, it's it's early. It's I mean it's this is young Carrie. She hasn't had time to build the tolerance. Thirty four years old. It's not that she young. Thirty four. She is she in her like early thirties. She's thirty. It was like established in the first half. Miranda turns thirty four in the in the pilot. Okay. So they're all like 33, 34, and then Samantha's like Samantha's 40. Like 70. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 70. I'm Samantha. Yeah. I'm more mature. I could bang Anthony, everybody because seen- I went through menopause and I don't have to use protection. <laughs> <laughs> breast cancer. You can have you seen get, the um, HPV? I don't get that anymore. You're gonna- Oh, Samantha definitely has HPV. Anthony, have you seen that, that, like, really classic HBO clip? And it's, like, from an interview where um, Kim Cattrall is, like, with her husband. And she's like, I like to scat while my husband plays the upright bass. And he's like, bum, no, bum, bum, I, mean, I have bum, to find bum. it now. She actually scats, the, like, old, it's, like, poetry. She's singing, she's scatting. Latin poetry or She's something. like, and it's- the she-dog and the he-dog zip-zop-blot-a-beret. Zop, oh, well, uh, he really is something else. The he-dog. It's really the craziest thing I've ever seen. I'm going to send, send it to you on your Instagram so okay. that you don't forget. Let's go. So the bus goes by. Fine. Miranda now is out with Ted. So well, no, no, we talked about him. that because Carrie Big. is gone oh, now. Okay. She's drunk at Mr. Big's. Yeah. Big says Mr. that he talks to her about the Chinese place. And the guy on the street, and why he didn't want to do all this. Well, he says he forgot the guy's name, the guy's name, and very good reason. He had Knicks tickets uh, in the afternoon. Let me tell you something about the 90s Knicks and how hard those tickets were to come by. Mm. I mean, I think with the time, New York Knicks, the 90s and the New York Knicks are like hand in hand. It's kind of the end of that 90s run in 98, but still, like, you know, those tickets were hard to come by. I, I get why he couldn't go. They talked about it on Friends all the time, so I believe that. I I believe that's oh, a that's basketball. Basketball. The Knicks. The Knicks in the nineties. I mean, the only reason why they didn't win like multiple championships is because Michael Jordan was around. They they it was so much fun to watch those Knicks. I I love those teams. Um, they broke my heart a couple of times, but I had the most fun watching those teams as a kid. As, as, as I was a teenager, I was a kid. I was I was uh, I was in high I school. I was just gonna try to imp- I was just gonna try to impress you by saying, "Oh, but it was no uh, '90s Chicago Bulls," because that's one piece of information I know is that yeah, Chicago the 90s Bulls Chicago in the Bulls. '90s were like really good. Uh-huh. Yes, but, uh, no, I I mean I I respect it more now, but back in the day, that it was not fun losing to the Bulls every year. Not fun at all. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't <laughs> even contribute to this really more than that. Than, I'm a, I'm a huge sports fan. fan. <laughs> um, yeah, us too. Um, anyway, that is anyway, big, uh, big, Carrie does some really good drunk acting here. I always like to point out when somebody does good drunk acting, because I think it's really hard to play drunk. And I think Sarah Jessica Parker really nails it. She's like spilling her martini everywhere, yeah. but she's like trying to act like she's not drunk. So I appreciate it. Well, they kind of <laughs> come to this conclusion. They're like, oh, you know, this could be something. Could this be? Could this be a real thing? <laughs> and what do you think? How do you think this is going to end up? Do you think they're going to end up together or? 
Is this just another I one? I think of he's Karen gonna die in, in. I think he's gonna die in the shower after like doing. I think he's peloton. gonna just get the peloton really? COVID, like everybody else did, <laughs> and then he's going to ignore. You know, go on it without consulting his doctor with a heart condition and and die. This is a hunch. That's an inter- That's such a detailed prediction. And she's she's uh, gonna prediction. walk in while he's gasping for his last breath and not do anything to like call an ambulance. Don't call nine one one. No. Just hold him while he spurts to death. Um, Spoiler I want to see like, I want to see a butterfly effect movie where it shows like big, big like searching through Peloton and like being like, Carrie, should I get a Peloton? And then like the sliding doors of, yeah, like what if he didn't get the Peloton? He'd still be alive. Working out will kill you guys. It's bad for you. Agreed. I like that he was a cigar guy. That's uh, one of the things I like about him. I'm a cigar yeah. guy, so I, I like that. You are um, so a straight Long Island man. That is so like <laughs> I love it. I miss it. <laughs> Guess what? What? That's We're the done. end of it. We did it. Yay! We made it through the whole episode. I'm we sh- did it. We ended with I'm such a straight <laughs> Long Island man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. We have you know what? We welcome all perspectives Thank on you. our podcast. Um, Anthony, can you tell us again, though? Like, I guess, like, I don't know how do you ra- how do you wrap up podcast? Tell us, do, just do you have prom- an Instagram or something? Like, where do you where yeah, do yeah people find tell you? Us everything you want. If anybody wants to to find my miserable and magical, you can go over to uh, Comic Anthony D on Instagram. Uh, so my Instagram pages. Um, I post either my podcast or me smoking a cigar most of the time. Um, random comedy shows in there. Uh, Sopranos in my stories. If you like Sopranos and Kirby Enthusiasm and wrestling clips, that's what my story is a full of. You can check that out. Uh, my podcast is called Keep Moving Forward. You can find that on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you can listen to podcasts. Thank you so yeah, much yeah. for joining us and being a fabulous first guest. Thank we you were for both kind of nervous. We'd never met you, but like I think I think we I had fun. I, I had, had fun. fun. Yeah. Don't be nervous. I'm just a regular person like everybody else. <laughs> We hope you had fun too. Anthony. I did have fun. Okay, good. It wasn't too Hopefully torturous. It was painless. Pa- very painless. <laughs> very painless. All right. Thank you, Anthony. Okay. Well, and, um, I, um, hey, I do want to leave us with a little. I do want to leave you with a little something. Hey, Anthony. Just oh, so yeah. you know, they say oh, yeah. nothing lasts yeah. forever. Dreams change, trends come and go, but friendships never go out of style. <laughs> bye, guys. So natural. Bye. Say bye, Anthony. Bye. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.